Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Stiletto Talks podcast, where we love to talk to women who are doing their thing. Um, Today, as always, I am your host, Paula Hutchinson, and we, of course, are always building women. So 2021, we decided to start a new series called It's Time to Build. And so we have featured builders all year, including builders who have chosen to pivot or who have had to make pivots. Now, if you are in the middle of a pivot, in the middle of a transition, um, don't really know maybe what your next looks like, or if you have a lot of things going on and you're trying to get organized, I want to make sure that you are connected to this person. This is someone that you need to know. Uh, we met via social media and then we connected in person. Um, and so our time doesn't always allow us to see each other, but we see each other, if you will. So I want to welcome uh, author, actress, video, all things media personality uh, to our podcast today, Miss Shanice Lewis. Good afternoon. Hi, thank you for having me. We are super excited to have you. And so I'm just getting right on into it. So Shanice, you do everything. So give us a little bit of background about yourself. Um, well, briefly, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, born and raised. And I um, relocated to Los Angeles in 2004 to pursue a career as an actress and plus size model. And so I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years. And there is where I built my brand and got all my credits and, you know, really got my foot um, into entertainment and making a name for myself. But then in 2014, I abruptly had to give everything up and move back home because my dad got sick. So I'm the only child and, you know, I didn't really have a choice but to come and help take care of my father. So I've been back in Baton Rouge since 2014, but I've been able to keep my brand alive um, through social media and you know, people still are interested in booking me and flying me out because those 10 years in Los Angeles, I was able to build a strong brand. Yes. And your brand is strong. You have uh, commercial credits. You have editorial credits. Um, what do you think has added to your success or what has really taken you over the top and being able to keep those uh, long term relationships from your transition from Los Angeles all the way back to Baton Rouge? Um, one of the things I think is always being professional. Um, that seems simple, but just working with a lot of people, sometimes they don't maintain those relationships because of unprofessionalism. Um, so that's why I always tell people always, always remain professional, always show up on time, look nice and make it a pleasure um, to work with you. So people will want to work with you. And sometimes you get more opportunities by word of mouth than anything else. That's great advice. Super, super great advice. So I want to ask you this. Um, when you're uh, talking to people who are aspiring to be in multimedia uh, space, they, they want to be on videos, they want to do podcasts, they want to um, 
start their own business. They want to do a lot of things that have high visibility. Um, what advice would you give to someone? Um, and I, for me personally, and I'm, the reason why I'm asking is because I want to uh, just kind of give a little backstory to this question. Mm-hmm. And I'm not singling anyone out on the stiletto talks, but what I have seen is people like to get, they're inspired by people and then some like to copy, constantly copying, copying. And it may be something that they may not be ready for yet. You know, maybe need to get one thing established first based on their personality and then, you know, branch off. So for someone who is able to maintain and you've been able to maintain your brand for years now, this is not something that you just decided to, you know, spread out media for you comes naturally. What is your best advice for someone who wants to be in multiple platforms with that high level of visibility? How do they get started? Well, my first advice is to be consistent. Sometimes people jump all over the place. They start things. They don't finish it. They don't see it through and they're not consistent. So one thing about me is uh, every year I'm consistent with my my uh projects. I'm consistent with my press. I'm consistent with my interviews. And so uh, that's how you build your brand and reputation because people start to recognize your work, you know, by what they see. Um, And also, I think sometimes, especially with social media, people want to do multiple things, but they have not established the first thing yet. So if you started one thing and it's not established and you haven't built an audience, uh, it doesn't make business sense to launch three and four other things, which has no audience either. So one of the things I say is build an audience. So as of today, if I wanted to launch something new, I have the audience already to support it. So you need to build your audience and build your brand and establish yourself before you try to do 15 things. That will that will preach. Now we're recording this on a Sunday, so this will preach. So that's why I said that. And I think you gave the best professional and sisterly advice to someone um, in non in a non-threatening way to just be consistent and to really think about number one, what your goals are. And then I like what you said, you know, just staying consistent and thinking about your audience. Now to that, there are those who are looking to build an audience and many are building an audience from scratch because, of course, we have a lot of women choosing to maybe retire. They're in transition. Maybe let's say they're in their mid 40s. You may also have someone says, you know what? Due to the pandemic, I figured out I don't want to work for anyone anymore. I want to start and go my own course, set my own path. And so to that, of course, they need an audience. Um, Shanice, share with us, what is some of your best advice for just getting started to grow an audience? Well, I started 20 years ago before social media. So the way that I built my audience might not necessarily be the way someone in 2021 builds their audience because I didn't have the benefit of having social media. So today with social media, the easiest way to build an audience is through being consistent in your posts. But when you are consistent in your posts, it has to be quality posts that are interesting 
You have to have professional pictures that are polished. And, you know, people just think you can post anything on social media and build an audience. No, it's work. Like there are people that uh, run social media pages full time. Like some people have firms running their social media pages. So it's work to build an audience on social media. But that's the easiest way to do it in 2021, especially during a pandemic. Again, great advice. And and to your point, um, I'm probably probably a little older than you. So I definitely know that, yes, back in the day, you needed cards. You needed uh, you had to go meet people and you had to be in places, spaces. And you had, like you said, just to really establish those relationships. Now that we are in the pandemic um, and we have moved more to digital platforms, it's a little bit easier in that, um, like you said, as long as you have consistent and quality. Uh, posts, it helps to build your audience that way. But you also have to be willing to engage and that may take time. So as Shanice stated, you may want to consider having a firm or someone else, an intern that may be interested in maybe on social media all the time and knows how to build an audience because maybe they've built one really fast just from their posts. Now, yes, And also, I just want to say one more thing. You can't mm-hmm. post promotional things 24 seven because it's like you're spamming you have to break it up like I will promote something but then I'll put a picture or I'll put a selfie so you have to break it up as well oh that's great advice because spam is one of those things and once you get flagged for that it's kind of hard to come out of that uh spam uh algorithm once you're there it's it's very difficult I see a lot of times people have to start a whole nother page because they've they've done that exactly what you said, where it's just constantly like you're almost advertising to an extent or soliciting and it will, you know, flag and throw you kind of like in that spam algorithm. Mm -hmm. Now, now for you, Shanice, you first of all, you're gorgeous. I always love your personality. That smile is worth a million dollars or more. (laughs) Um, You're (laughs) always smiling, always consistent. Like you said, always polished, always on point, even if you have, let's say, personal things, you know, with your father, anything else that's going on professionally, you always make sure that you project uh, a great polished uh, atmosphere. You you as a total person, you're always on point. So I want to find out for you, because, of course, you're in these spaces and you're looking at a lot of faces. Tell us your why. Why do you choose to with everything that you may have going on because we all got real life um and sometimes we all can forget our why why do you get in video why are you in promotions why are you in editorials why do you host tell us your why why do you do what you do well when i got bitten by the uh bug to pursue a career in entertainment one of the first things that I did was enter a beauty pageant. And I did so because 20 years ago in Baton Rouge, there were no opportunities, no legit opportunities to be in entertainment, especially for a plus size girl. And even 20 years ago, New Orleans didn't have many opportunities as it does today. So one of the first things I did was um, enter a beauty pageant because I was looking for exposure just to get my name out. 
And uh, one of the things I had to do uh, when I got my title was I had to pick a platform. And so the platform I picked to promote was positive body image. And so I had to promote my platform as a part of my um, pageant title. And what started off is just something that I was obligated to promote uh, for the pageant turned out to be the catalyst for my brand. And so my brand is, you know, always about body positivity, loving the skin you're in. So everything I do, even my podcast is all geared towards uh, my brand of positive body image. Yes, I love your brand. I love the fact that it's always positive. Um, I've never seen anything negative, even if it's something where you're looking to have more plus plus size visibility, for example, you do it in a way that challenges, uh, you know, that narrative of you have to be a certain size to be a model and you challenge that with positive images or with positive commentary. And I think that is probably going to, you know, always going to be one of your keys to success long term, you know, um, in terms of and you are ahead of your time, too, because you talked about 20 years ago in Baton Rouge. And I can certainly remember 20 years ago in Baton Rouge uh, where that, like like you said, that was just kind of far fetched, you know, to do now. Uh, plus size models are everywhere. And it's just so uh, great that pioneers such as yourself uh, said, you know what? I don't see it right now. You all may not see it right now, but I already see it. So that takes vision. So Shanice, walk us through. I know you said you got bit by a bug. But it also seems like you're a visionary, especially when you talk about 20 years in the game as a plus size model, as a plus size advocate. Um, What do you think really caused you to have, you know what, I have a vision of this because it sounds like it was early on, too. So share with us a little bit about how your vision really got amplified. Well, I originally, you know, growing up in Baton Rouge doing something creatively for a living or in in entertainment for a living just wasn't um, promoted and it wasn't uh, encouraged. Um, So I did do the pageant, but after I won the pageant, I was like, you know, I want to go a little further and I have to be where the action is. Cause as I said, at the time it was nothing happening in Louisiana. And so I was like, I need to be where the action is in Los Angeles. And, you know, people discouraged me from moving to Los Angeles here. They were like, um, you know, it's real fast there, you know, they just full of sin and whatever, but I had my morals and values instilled in me. And so my 10 years in Los Angeles, you know, I, of course there's negative people there doing all kinds of stuff, but that didn't deter me from my vision and what I set out to do. Um, so, you know, that's a lesson too. Sometimes when you're trying to do stuff, everybody is not supportive but you know today if i'm on tv or in a magazine everybody's living for it but at the beginning they weren't living for it that's a whole nother point just build just if you got a vision get started um it may not make sense to everybody especially and you have to understand too sometimes the proximity of people doesn't allow them to see what you are or what you're becoming. I mean, as we all evolve, you know, that might be your cousin that you used to play jacks with or something. So you don't see them as a model. You may not see them uh, as a professional podcaster. You may not see them 
on a panel at Essence Festival, for example, because to you, that's your cousin that played jacks with you, you that you always beat at jacks or something. But you never know what someone has on them. So you have to be really careful about the discouraging part. And I think that now culture is moving to uh, conversations, especially because it's a culture thing sometimes too, to discourage others or or just because of what they know or heard about, not what they know, but more about what they heard about certain areas. But like you said, you weren't scared. And I know that LA is a long way from Baton Rouge. <laughs> so, yes, it was a uh, culture shock. Yeah, it's a culture shock because I'm now in Arizona and it is a culture shock from Baton Rouge. Um, and But at the same time, I know I made the right decision for my family, for my brand, and I love So um, I don't regret it. Now, you talked about, uh, of course, your projects and all the things that you have done. So I know you and I follow you on social media. So I know you always got something brewing. Um, and I know that sometimes with commercials and editorials, you can't talk about everything. But share with us some recent things that you've had and then some things you have coming up. Um, well, currently, if you are in the Baton Rouge area, I'm in in Register Magazine on newsstands. And if you're not in Baton Rouge, you can read the article online. So that was something um, exciting because sometimes some of the local publications don't include a lot of African-Americans. So that was nice. Um, Also, uh, my podcast is ongoing. Um, and I have a virtual conference that I'm going to be in this month. It hasn't been announced yet, so I don't know if I can talk about it, but, um, I'll be posting it maybe next week and that's going to be a really, really, uh, big deal. And, um, some other things coming in the fall, like you said, I can't talk about everything until everything is finalized, but I always have something in the works because like I said, you have to stay consistent and I try to stay consistent every year. That is so awesome. And I love the fact too, that you also kind of move in silence to your brand and, and what you have, what you have going on right now allows you to operate in silence too. And when it comes out, it's just out. So that means we got to follow you to know what you got going on. Because like you said, when your things come out, they are huge. So Shanice, talk with us, how is the best way to follow you? Now, of course, I look at your website, your website is divine. And I know that's one way to follow you, but talk with us more about your social media handles. How do we keep up with you, of course, with your blogs and with your podcasts? Yes. So my social media is ShaniceLewis.com and my name is spelled with a C. So it's C-H-E-N-E-S-E-L-E-W-I-S.com. And all of my social media pages are um, Shanice Lewis. So I'm easy to find on whatever platform you're on, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'm everywhere. Um, And also I have a separate website for my podcast and that's the um, ShaniceLewisShow.com and you can listen to the podcast on all the major streaming uh, apps wherever you listen to your podcast. That is so awesome. Uh, Shanice. Like I said, I am a fan myself. Um, I see you, uh, sister. I love everything that you're doing. Um, And it's just so good to know that someone else from my hometown um, has a world experience. You've traveled, you've come back home, and you're making a very big impact in an area that's continuing to grow, continuing to evolve. 
Um, and I know that you're young, but you're still a pioneer because you set out to do some things uh, early on in life that are still paying off for you, like you said, are still paying dividends just by you being obedient to your vision. So I think it is so awesome. You, you so, so rock in so many ways. And we are so uh, honored to have you here today on the Stiletto Talks and just uh, clearing your schedule off to even be on the show today. So we definitely appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. I am honored. I was able to attend one of your events in Baton Rouge before the pandemic, and I really enjoyed it. And so continued success with your projects as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies, sisters. It is so important for you to stay inspired. And the way that you stay inspired is staying connected to other people that are doing what you want to do. And you want to learn the what, the how and the why, because their why may be your why or maybe it's something you haven't thought about doing. And maybe that's something you need to consider. Um, But you want to stay inspired and have affirmations and you need to be connected to positive people. And Shanice is certainly one of them. I hope you take time to listen to her uh, podcast segment here at the Stiletto Talks podcast over and over again. Um, Definitely follow her on the Shanice Lewis show. Um, Again, we're looking uh, for all of our women to succeed in whatever it is that you want to do. We don't know your why, but you do. And if you're not quite sure on your why, I hope that you figure that out because that's what's going to make you happy. Doing what you love, um, it never feels like work. You may get tired, but I promise you, it never, ever feels like work. If you like what you heard today um, on our podcast, definitely follow us on all the major uh, platforms under the Stiletto Talks. I mean, we're everywhere from Spotify to iHeart to Audible. However you need to listen to it, we, we, we pretty much got you covered. And then also um, definitely subscribe to the Stiletto Talks website. Um, it also has the links to our podcast as well, as well as our upcoming events. We are having hybrid events and we are having small events. We're slowly working our way back in the pandemic of having events in person. But please know that if we're coming to a town near you or a city near you, they're going to be limited occupancy at this time. So thank you again, everyone. And I hope that you can catch us the next time on the Stiletto Talks podcast.